Welcome to The One Guys Show, where we're going to be bringing you nutritional and mindset insights to help you gain nutritional freedom, lose weight faster, build a winner's mindset, all without the stress, guesswork, and sacrifice that you're used to. Now, this podcast specializes in helping women break free from the dieting shackles that society has placed them in and provides them with a clear path to success. So let's dive in. And we're back for episode 51. It was episode 50. I feel like that's a celebratory moment, right? 50 episodes on the podcast. The, yeah, well, the, the last one was 50, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 it literally was as well. And we said this because we were a little bit unsure. So that. I was like, I think this is 50. I was like, but I'm unsure. I'm not too sure if it is actually 50. But it was 50. So this is episode 51. We are halfway to 100. Um, <laughs> it's like... What? Just in case someone didn't get the maths, yeah? Yeah, someone um, didn't know that. <laughs> by the way, 50 is half of 100. So we are closer to 100 than we are to zero, which in my eyes is a good thing. Do you know, uh, this is actually like a little bit of a proud moment as well. And like you said, we have had like some inconsistent moments. But overall, mm-hmm. like like it's it's a year, it's pretty much nearly a year of straight podcasting, like obviously, because we do one <laughs> one a week though. If you were to average it out, you see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember when, just before we were starting the podcast, but we bought all the equipment and stuff and I spoke to one of my friends and he's like massively into like listening to podcasts, loves like Joe Rogan and all of that. And mm-hmm. he was saying to me, because he's always wanted his own podcast, but he's always been like, I don't really know what to speak about. Like I haven't really got anything to talk about. But he was like giving me all of the tips because he like he knew like the stuff the mics you needed to buy. He knew like the recordings that you need to do, like the software. He knew like everything. He knew how to promote it. Yeah, and yeah. Um, he was basically like, right, well, Hayden, I know what you're like when it comes to like getting excited for a new adventure and stuff like that, like starting and stopping and all of this. And he was like, just one thing, don't start it. And do it for a couple of weeks and then stop. He yeah. was like, that's the worst thing you can do. It's like podcast 101. Like, if you're going to start a podcast, consistency is key. So even though, like, we haven't been... we've I think the max that we've ever had is probably two months where we haven't done it, like... Is the absolute yeah, max, like, eight weeks. Yeah, and I... And, and I, I we, me, me, myself and Hayden, for those of you that have obviously been around for a while, you know that we are the... Things of saying we're gonna do stuff, not doing it, <laughs> and it's yeah. probably one of our biggest frustrations. And this has actually been something that I I think we've done pretty well. I think we've obviously had a few times where we haven't done it, and that's normal. But I think for the most part, it's been a pretty consistent time of us actually doing it. So I think we deserve a round of applause, Andy. If you could put a round of applause in here. Um, and also woo! though, also it's not been like, it's one of those things where it's not out of a place of being lazy or forgetting, like you've had a kid. I've been, I went away to Bali for three months, didn't have like my audio equipment. Like there's yeah. a reason why we haven't done it rather than just being like, oh, we forgot to do it. Yeah, 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 very true, very true. And do you know, do you know why like this is? Because like Ryan said, so for anyone that does, uh, follow well we obviously follow Ryan but you follow me also on social media you can see I probably haven't posted for the best part of a year and <laughs> the reason being is because I don't actually enjoy it like I don't enjoy creating content and like putting it out there mm-hmm. which for yeah. some reason there's just friction of me doing that now this obviously like relates into like dieting doesn't it because obviously the reason why people aren't successful is like every diet works like people 
don't fail diets. No, diets don't fail, people fail diets. That's the saying. Because mm -hmm. it's yeah. so, so true, because it doesn't suit you, your lifestyle, your personal pre preference. You don't enjoy that set diet. Why? That's why you never stick to it long term. Well, it's the same for me with posting. I haven't found a posting structure which I actually mm. enjoy doing. Yeah. So that's the issue. Whereas these podcasts, like I genuinely, I genuinely enjoy doing it. Like I feel, yeah. I feel good doing it. And, it, and it, it brings us nicely into today's topic. And today's topic is all about the truth behind dieting. And there's a lot of truth behind dieting. And I think there's a few, a few tough love moments, right? That I think want to be, we're going to say, and now <laughs> disclaimer, because I said, I'm unsure how about to say this, but I'm going to say it, right? is that this is tough love and it comes from a place of love, right? When we're saying some of these things today, but it's also just some of the realistic parts of it, right? That no one talks about. And it's things that often we don't really understand. So we kind of had a conversation myself and Hayden earlier, and we we're just talking about, you know, dieting and where it is. And, and the thing is, is that there's so many things around dieting, like it isn't going to be easy. Like when Hayden said, like Hayden doesn't enjoy uh, post on social media, so he doesn't do it much. Right, and I do enjoy posting social media, but I still get the times when I'm not motivated. I don't want to do it. I I've lost creative flair, and it's just like, but I signed up to this, and this is what we're going to get to. I signed up to be someone that posts on social media. I put myself out there. Therefore, there are expectations of me, and therefore, if I want to get that outcome, I have to do it. Right? I can sit, whinge, kick, scream, throw my toys out the pram, but I have to turn up. And it's the same as dieting, right? And I think a lot of times we forget about this, and sometimes. We forget about the hardships and, you know, we've spoke quite a lot on podcasts about perfectionism, right? The perfect journey doesn't exist. It's never going to be this perfect journey. There's going to be roadblocks in the road, right? But it doesn't have to come with restriction. It just has to come with restraint. And I think we forget this because ultimately what you've got to realize is that first thing first, you chose to diet, right? You could stop at any point, right? No one's making you diet. No one's telling you you have to do this. You chose to go on a weight loss journey. Therefore, there are going to be hard times when you aren't motivated and you don't want to do it, but you can stop at any point, right? No one's holding a gun to your head. And this is one thing I think is good to remember is that like you are on this weight loss journey because you wanted to be there. No, one's ma no one made you do this, right? You did it. You wanted to do this because you wanted to achieve X outcome. Therefore, you've got to realize that like, look, Diet, dieting is something that you chose to do. You can't complain about it. You've just got to uh, like turn up and show up and admit like there's going to be times when you don't want to do this, but you started this because you wanted to and you can stop at any point. No one's making you do this. So the first things first is like you chose to do this. So as much as we can complain sometimes, maybe we get a little bit hungry. Maybe we don't have the motivation. Exactly like me posting on social media sometimes. I don't want to do it. I don't want to post. I can't think of anything creative. I can whinge about it. Like, oh, I'm just not feeling creative. I'm just not feeling like posting today. At the end of the day, I, wa I wanted to build a social media platform. I want to have a following. I wanted to help more people. I wanted to create a business online. Therefore, I have to do it, right? No one's making me post. I could stop doing it, but I don't want the negative impacts that are going to happen if I do stop doing it, right? The same with dieting. You don't want to be where you are now. And if you do stop doing your dieting and your weight loss journey and don't get to your goal, then you've got to accept the, the, the negative outcomes that are going to come with that as to why you start in the first place, right? And the next point is that like you have to do it right and it's like i got my and i use the kind of social media in regards to like how we are with this but it's like i built or myself and hayden built a social a business online which uh, needs me to be present online create content and show up right there's days when i don't want to do that 
But the problem is, is it's not necessarily, you know, like, oh, you know, sometimes I do get caught in the whole social media trap and I do think, oh, you know what, I do sometimes get frustrated that I am online so much and I have to be online, I have to show up every day. But I'm like, look, it's just part of what I have to do now. I got myself into this situation and therefore it's my responsibility to keep showing up because I can't just stop. If I just stopped posting on social media, didn't turn up, we wouldn't have a business, right? So no, although it's not my fault that now we have this social media platform and that that is where obviously our business is kind of like surrounding is this platform that we originally started myself and Hayden many years ago and posting on TikTok and things. It's my responsibility to turn up. And this is also when it comes to weight loss. It's like, look, you're dieting because you got yourself into this situation. Now, it might not have been your fault, right? You know, there's genetics, there's things such as metabolic conditions, PCOS, maybe you're going through a pet menopause, traumas that happen which cause you to have this skewed relationship with food, whatever it might be, right? There are some reasons as to why often this isn't your fault as to why you put on this excess body fat. But what it is, it's your responsibility to take action on this and it's your responsibility to turn up and show up. And ultimately, there's going to be times when it's tough, right? But you've got to remember that, like, look, you can stop at any point. But ultimately, if you want the outcome that you know that you are ever so wanting, you want to get out of this situation that you suddenly got yourself into, then you have to show up even on the days that you don't want to. Over to Hayden for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on today's podcast. I am just going to take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let let Rowan went. go. Oh dear. But yeah, but that, point. yeah, that's kind of like the first piece to it is remember it is like you you, you chose to do this journey. But yeah. we also wanted to add to that of like kind of giving you a bit of a breakdown of you know what um what an actual realistic journey looks like because I think when people start out dieting and actually take that take that step back i i did this inside of the community that we have didn't i where i said to people like give me a couple words of what when i say the word dieting what's the first thing you think of and we had a load of people comment on this like we had hundreds and hundreds of comments i would probably go as far as to say as 80 percent of them were negative like restriction boring um there were so many there were so many yeah. but they were all negative words and this is the problem when people start out on a weight loss journey, they've got the negative mindset, the negative thoughts in their head already. They have this preconceived thought that this is going to be a shit, sorry about my language, journey. They think it's going to be an awful journey. Yeah. Now, when you go into a journey like that, well, your actions are probably going to align with that because you've already started a journey thinking about restriction, thinking about uh, how it's going to be boring. You think about everything that you typically hate. Yeah. So then when you start that journey, your actions are typically going to align with it. Now, these are the actions that people then take because they have these preconceived thoughts about what dieting is. It's like, right, I need to eat 1,200 calories. Again, it's because of like social media, um, a couple other factors to why people think they need to, especially females, feel like they need to eat 1,200 calories. Now, on top of that 1,200 calories, they feel like they need to restrict every single food that ever tastes nice, that can be alcohol, that can be actual food in terms of like uh, carbohydrates, chocolate, sweets, biscuits, like anything you associate with some sort of pleasure, you have to like pull away from. And then on top of that as well, you feel like you need to be exercising every day. And if you don't exercise, you're not moving towards your goals. Now, all of these things are setting you up for failure from the off. So mm -hmm. no wonder your journey doesn't ever last long term. No wonder there's only a uh, limited timeline to that. 
because you're pretty much doing all the things that you hate doing and aren't even sustainable for you. So your reality and expectations are then completely skewed with that. Whereas we're actually here to tell you, and the reason why our clients have such high success is because we are always meeting them where they're at rather than where we want them to be. Because if we're meeting someone where they're at and we're helping them step by step get to the place of where they want to get to, well, it's such a smoother process rather than saying, right, here's a meal template. I know you don't like any of the foods. I know there's next to no foods on this. And here's a training plan. Go away and complete it. You may do that for a couple of days. You may see some early success, but the issue is, again, it's never sustainable long-term. So mm. what we wanted to really highlight for today's podcast as well is when you are on this journey, like don't think about completely changing your lifestyle. This is like, again, the preconceived thought that people have when they, when they start dieting. It's not true. You don't have to do that. Often, we always have like a... Um, an introduction week with our clients. And in that introduction week, we kind of just get them to get started with the core foundations. And this is so individualistic with each person, but just an example of a new client that I onboarded recently, I've just for her first week, I didn't want to overwhelm her at all. Based on everything that we spoke about from, uh, from calories and exercise and all of that, I actually thought it was more appropriate for her to just have awareness around the food that she's currently eating. I gave her no direction to how much she should be eating. I gave her no direction to what type of food she would be eating. I just wanted her to have the awareness herself around the foods that she's currently eating. And we are going to build step-by-step step in sequential order to the place of where she wants to get to. But imagine if I started this out of this journey, say with this woman being like, right, here's a, uh, a meal template, here's a training plan, right, away you go. There would be such huge overwhelm and it wouldn't suit her and her lifestyle based on obviously the information that you gave us. And, I, I, and, and like, this is quite a good point. And I said this to one of my clients the other day, because when we were kind of starting, they were like, we, is, is, is this just, is this all we're doing at the first? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, like your, your program is here. I'm like, but what we do is we, as you go on, the program is built via the feedback that you get, right? So you get started with the basic foundations and then I've got things we want to work on that we're going to slowly implement depending on the feedback that you give me. You know, I've got notes about what we're going to do week two, week three, week four, week five, all the way up to week 12, right? Everything that I want us to implement as we're going to go on in regards to like habits, behaviors, things to do in your lifestyle, looking at your nutritional density, quality, all these different things, right? And she was like, oh, I thought you just literally just like give me everything to do from the off. And I was like, here's the best way of describing it. If you're going to build a house, what's the first thing that gets done? The concrete and the foundations. Then what gets delivered? Okay, then the bricks. Then the bricklayers come in and start laying the bricks. Imagine if I turned up, right? And you're like, I want to build a house, right? Better your weightless journey. Imagine if I turned up with a cement lorry, diggers, all the bricks, windows, bathroom, beds, cupboards, cutlery, everything, and I just dumped it outside the front of your bit of land where you want to build it. You'd be like, oh my God, I've got so much. You would be in pure overwhelm. You wouldn't even know where to start because there's so much there. So what you have to do exactly like this, to build the perfect program while you're the perfect house, you've got to start with the foundations, right? What happens first? We turn up with a digger and a, and a cement lorry to dig the foundations and pour them. And that's literally what our intro week is, is it's basically to get a real world idea. It's okay, cool. Is this going to be appropriate size house for the plot of land? Is this appropriate? Like, are you sure this is how we want to build the house? We're going to get some real world thing, right? Have we got enough laborers? You know what I mean? Is the quality of the uh, the materials that we're sourcing, is that going to be good enough? And this is kind of what our intro week's all about, is like helping just build these foundations. And then you start to do 
the bricks and you start to do the windows and things like this. What this also does is it what people do is they commit and they want everything dumped on their land at the right get go. The thing is, is that things need changing and adapting and evolving over time. What you want now, if it takes nine months to build a house, I guarantee by the nine months, you might have seen a different style of bathroom that you wanted. But I'm like, sorry, you've got to kind of stick with that same bathroom that you ordered at the beginning. And it's the same with the program. We can set you a program. When I say this, every program that we set and the things that we set at week one will not be the same as they are at week 12. And if you've ever done a weight loss program, or signed up with a coach and you just got given a program from the off and it stayed exactly the same for 12 weeks, that's not coaching. That is literally cut and copy and paste because your life changes, right? You're going to have different stresses, work stresses, life stresses. You might have holidays, social occasions, time of the month. All these different things are going to happen over a three-month period that we work with our clients. Therefore, just setting them one thing for the next three months isn't going to be applicable to every single day and every single week of their life during this period. We need to build it, right? We need to get the foundations in place, which is exactly what you do with every client. But what you do in regards to building it then follows that, right? You might need to change the shape of the house, the size of it. You might want more windows, less windows. You might want to change the color on these walls. These are the important things as to how you build the most appropriate um program for you it's ultimately a program that has so many different levels to it right it's not just one program that's just like here you go this is our program it's like your program needs to suit you in all these different environments in all these different situations in all these different stressful times in life because that is what encompasses then a lifestyle change where you lose the weight but you keep it off because you've got every single tool you need for every single environment and this is what kind of brings us on to like like meal plans that's why they don't work because it's all great, but you're just setting yourself up for one thing. It's like, well, when your life's like stress-free and really super simple, cool, you can follow that out, follow that outline of a meal plan, get those great results. But as soon as your life changes, how are you following a meal plan when you go on holiday? How are you following a meal plan when you go out for food? How are you following a meal plan when it's your kid's birthday? You're not. And ultimately then you're like, well, where's your plan for that? Oh, well, I didn't. Mm. My, 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 uh, my coach just gave me this meal plan and that's just what I got to stick to whatever happens it's like that's exactly why you only get the results when your life is perfect and when the hell is anyone's life perfect for longer than like a week or two no no exactly take a breath and um and this is why you've got to have that um analyzation from the off and think about every single I guess this is aiming more towards people that are literally constantly stuck on that like dieting yo-yo loop and like can't seem to get to the place where they want to get to Think about everything that you have ever previously done. And I guess, I guess, I guess, uh, and I'm going to make an assumption here that probably it is all either had mass restriction in it or, you know, you've tried to be, you've tried to follow something that you don't actually enjoy doing. So I actually want to give you some practical takeaway today. And if you're now new to dieting or you're trying to achieve a weight loss endeavor, instead of like Ryan says, trying to build all of the house in one go, just think about what actually is going to have the biggest effect right now. Now, if your goal is weight loss, which I'm assuming it probably is if you listen to this podcast, well, you know nutrition is literally the core foundations, really. Nutrition is going to be the thing that's going to get you the result that you want to get to. Remember, you don't need to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. You don't need to do that. You don't need to eat as little as possible. You want to build everything in sequential order like we said we did with our clients. So if you currently right now have no awareness to amount of calories that you're eating, just track your calories for 14 days. Just have an idea of the amount of calories that you're eating. You could do that as a food diary. You could do that in MyFitnessPal or any kind of tracking app. It's up to you how you do that. But have the awareness around the food that you eat. 
then let's say, for example, you do now track your calories. You know the the um, awareness that you have. Again, don't be so quick to track for five days, jump on the scales and not see results and stop doing it. No, give it 14, 21 days and track all your variables. Track your scale weight, track your measurements, track how your clothes are fitting, track your um, your biology, how's your energy feeling, what's your sleep doing? Like all of these things, it doesn't need to be this whole change in one go. Think about currently where you are right now and what's the one thing that you can do today and moving forward for the next 14 days that is gonna have a big difference. Yeah. Completely put the training aside, put everything else aside, just that one thing that you can focus on. Yeah, and it, and it, it's, it's taking it from like face value. I was speaking to a client recently and she was like, oh, I think this week's gonna be a static week. And I was like, what do you mean a static week? She's like, well, the scales, you know, they're not gonna move, they're not gonna, they're not really gonna move that much this week. And I was like, this is this is the issue there, is that everyone takes this on face value. And I'm like, cool, well, we know that the scales didn't move because you had a meal out, which is always gonna have come with like more salt, more sodium, more water retention. You also are due on your period in like four days time anyway. I'll be like, so that's probably gonna come with water retention there as well. So we know why the water retention is. But what you gotta do is you gotta look outside that. And I'm like, cool, but what you've done is you've gone out, you've learned about how sodium and water impacts the scales, because I've taught you that and we've learned that this week. You've also then, not only that, you then sent me a picture of the menu and you're like, so I'm gonna actually make a mindful choice this time because you know we say to all of our clients, I'm like, sometimes you're gonna make a mindful uh, health focused decision when you go out for food and sometimes you're going to make a decision because you damn well want that burger and that is a-okay and this time she was like no I want to make a health health conscious decision she was like I've, I've, I feel like I feel really kind of motivated this week I'm doing good and I want to keep that kind of momentum moving forward and I'm like awesome stuff so she sent me a picture of the menu she was like these are the three things that I think are going to be the lowest calorie highest in protein and she was absolutely spot on and I'm like that is something that you've now learned you've now learned how to read a menu and how to spot out the most calorie consider an option with the highest protein. And it's like, that's not me saying that every time you go to a restaurant, you have to make that choice. But what it is me doing is it's me saying that actually, you now have the tools to be able to do that, right? You've learned because I've spoken to you about protein. I've spoken to you about what things are more calorie dense. That actually, you asked me what the three things that you that are the lowest in calories and highest in protein. I gave you them and you said, yep, that is exactly what I thought. I'm like, that is progress. And don't, like so many people like, overlook that as progress. And I'm like, you don't realize how important that is with regards to being a health-seeking individual moving forward, and it's gonna keep you the results. And this is kind of like the truth about weight loss in regards to like, if you just focus on the scales, we've seen it so many times, that isn't only where your progress is gonna come from. And actually looking and understanding that, actually seeing the ability to read a menu, the ability to know what a protein source is, identify what's gonna be more calorie dense and less calorie dense, and ultimately understand that, cool, the scales are gonna jump up next day, but that's okay as well, is all part of this process. And actually that's, that is progress, right? That is more, more progress than, like I would take that, that uh, learning curve and that ability to understand a social situation as a massive progress, probably more than losing a pound on the scales, right? Way more than losing a pound on the scales. But some people can see that as a failure. They're like, oh yeah, but the scales are pretty stacked this week. I'm like, do you know how much you've learned which is gonna help produce the person that you wanna become? Loads. Mm. Yeah. Not enough people just do the reflection work, do they? Like in reality, it's like just having that at the end of the week, having that reflection to, you know, what, what works and what didn't work so well. And by simply doing that, like, it changes everything because let's say let's say we set um, let's say I set my my client this one rule to just track their calories for this one week. So that's our number one task is just to track the calories. We come back 
and we have a reflection call on what's gone on over the week. And they've said to me, oh, do you know what, Hayden, actually, like, I'm really annoyed with myself. For, f- for four days, I tracked my calories, but then for three days, I didn't. And I'm really pissed off. And I'm like, no, 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 that's cool. That's cool. We're making progress, right? Because the previous yeah. week, you didn't track at all. So this week, you've tracked four times and you didn't track um, three times. Now, I'm not going to add another um, thing into your program yet because I don't want you to to get overwhelmed because those three days that you weren't tracking, I don't know what you were doing. You could have been way overeating what you normally would. How about next week? Let's just look to get 1% better, right? Can we actually just track one extra day next week? And people underestimate that, like, what, like it's so true. If you get better 1% every day, you're going to get 365% better every year. Again, we're not always going to get 1% better, but we try and look for these massive light bulb moments, these massive kind of epiphanies. And it's like, mate, just going to the cupboard, seeing the chocolate and not picking it up, which is something you would have done over and over again, is a massive 1% better for you. And I think people get too kind of caught up in regards to what should 1% better be or, you know, what I should be doing each and every day. And you do not, uh, do not, di- what's the word? Like where you kind of like, do not underestimate the power disregard. of like, yeah, don't disregard the small things because the small things are quite often what are going to accumulate to the big things. We're always looking for these big things. And it comes down to obviously always looking at this outcome goal versus process goals, right? It's always looking at, I want to lose three stone. It's like, okay, cool. Well, don't look at that. Just losing it, losing the first kilo. What is it that you can do to lose a kilo every one to two weeks? Well, I can make sure I hit protein, hit calories, get good sleep. I can make sure that I'm obviously focusing on my hunger, my appetite regulation, all these different things. And it's like, don't focus on that big outcome because you're just going to be disappointed and it's going to be few and far between when you see this. But focus on everything that you can just do daily. And that is going to accumulate. But people get bored. People get... We're so used to having everything quicker. You know, I think I've said this before. Society is partly to blame for this issue that we have with regards to obesity. And I think not only in fact of the part that we are taught as a society that as evolutionary, we evolve with technology and everything, we can get everything in much in a much quicker time frame now, right? We realize that time is of the essence and therefore everything that we want, we can get quicker. Everything's quicker. Mobile technology is all about bringing it quicker to us. And unfortunately, weight loss gets put under that barrier because people are... We are, we aren't patient as a society anymore. Mm. We're not. We've been we've been given too many dopamine hits and given things too easily that we are impatient as hell. And unfortunately, I think this doesn't help us in regards to losing weight. Yeah, it's like you hit the nail on the head as well. What you just said a second ago of like people are so special. Like weight loss is the worst for people doing this. Like everyone is so 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 focused on the outcome that they completely miss. The process of doing it and yeah. it's like well you can't achieve your outcome goal you can't achieve a 30 pound uh, a 30 pound loss by focusing on losing 30 pounds on what it says on the scales you can't achieve that the only way that you can achieve that 30 pound loss is by actually placing your focus into the process goals which will inevitably get you there so it's it's interesting you said that because we actually um one of my newer clients were about five weeks in I realized within the last two weeks that like she is determining determining a lot of her success based on her check-in on what the scale does. Now she is actually dropping a ridiculous amount of weight, but she is judging her progress on how she reflects on the week based by how much she lost the previous week. So the week, let's say the week before she lost one kilo, 
And then this week, she's only lost 0.8. She now sees that as a failure. She now sees that her week hasn't been successful because she only lost 0.8 of a kilo rather than a kilo. And when I actually said to her, like, do you know what? We, we need to stop doing this. Like, I'd almost rather you not track your weight at all if this is such a huge trigger for you because it doesn't matter how much that's dropping per week. The reason that you're successful is because you are bang on like constantly within your weekly calorie average. You are constantly hitting your protein and having a huge satiation. You are constantly hitting enough steps that um, gives you a good amount of energy burn without having higher hunger. Like your sleep is incredible. Like you're focusing on those things, but you're so focused on what the result said that you don't even realize that you're doing those things that's working very, very well. So we try and get everyone so tuned into the process Mm. of actually that gets them towards their goals rather than what the outcome is. Yeah. And that's it, isn't it? it it's it's focusing on the things you can do and what's in, in your control and ultimately thinking. Like, I someone's like, what can, what can every single person out there wants to lose weight? And it's like, review what you're doing. Think about what you're doing, why you're doing it and what the outcome is. Like, what's, like when you're doing something, what, what's happening? Why is it happening? You know, when you go into the kitchen, every time I go into the kitchen, I just grab a chocolate bar and when I leave, okay, cool. Well, so what's happening? Well, I'm going in there and I'm finding that chocolate is there. Okay, why is that happening? How can you avoid it? We don't, we just allow things to happen and we assume it or we take it on board as like an identity, right? I'm an emotional eater. I'm, I'm a, I, I don't have, I'm someone who doesn't have control around chocolate. And it's like, it's not like that at all. It's just that you just haven't given yourself the chance to change that. You've just taken on the identity of someone who does these things without any real thought about like, how can I do that? Like, what can I do? And the first thing people do is like, oh, cool, what I'm going to do is not buy it. And it's like, that's just the, that is the easy way out, right? Not buying it. I'm just not going to buy it. And it's like, well, yeah, you can do that. But then what happens eventually when those cravings kick in, you go and you then go buy eight big bars and nail them. It's like you gotta think, you gotta think more. And I think a lot of people, a lot of us don't think. We just expect to just like, you know, eat a bit less and that's it, cool, I'm done. Like that's it. And it's like there's so much more to it. You've got to think about everything, right? You've got to analyze like literally why things are happening, what it is. And then you'll often get the answers as to where you're kind of going wrong and what you need to change. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So what I want you to take away um, at this point now is like, first of all, you've had that reflection work, right? Like you're currently understanding like what you want to achieve. Are you in the current season or is weight loss a priority for you at the moment? If yes, okay, awesome. You can place more focus into that. Now, what are you currently doing? And what do you think you could just do next week that could get yourself a little bit better? And remember, you can regress back. Like if if you're listening to this and you're actually like, man, these guys are so right. Like I am constantly trying to exercise. I'm beating myself up when I don't hit my exercise. I'm trying to hit the lowest amount of calories. I'm not, um, I'm following a meal template. Like strip it all back and just say, right, okay, what's the one thing that I'm going to do next week that's going to get me one step closer to a sustainable change that I'm looking for? And like I said, that might be just the tracking the calories. But then if you're at the stage where you're now like, you're seeing some good progress, Again, detach that away from the results. Think about the things that you need to do to get better every single week. What's the one thing that you could do? That you could, do? could you focus more on your steps? Could you focus more on your sleep? Could you focus yeah. on more and tracking your calories a bit more accurately? Like, just think about it from that point of view rather than trying to um, get your goal as fast as possible. Like, like you just highlighted as well, like everyone wanted their results yesterday. And because we wanted the results yesterday, our actions typically reflect that. Like, remember, like you are, unless you're 
like some people do have time constraint goals like maybe there's a wedding or a social occasion that you want to really um get down to a certain weight or look a certain way for but for the majority of people like yes we would like to look better maybe we would like to drop drop a couple more pounds before christmas but at the end of the day like you do not care like how long it takes you to get your results once you've achieved your results you're just glad that you got there so drop the timeline that's kind of the the roundup that I wanted to say for that. Like, drop the timeline and um, understand. This is the, actually the last thing that I wanted to bring bring up about the realistic uh, weight loss journey. Is you do not need to diet twenty four seven. You are going to have, like Ryan said at the beginning, there's going to be days where emotions are much higher. Work is so much more stressful, and weight loss isn't your priority for that given day. And by you having a couple hundred calories higher, that is fine. Again, the misconception is when you start this dieting journey is you must diet 24-7 until you reach your goal. I'm here as a nutritionist telling you, as a weight loss specialist, you do not need to diet 24-7. It's okay to have a week where you go up to maintenance. That is fine. I wanted you to end the podcast episode on that. And I'm here to tell you, as an online nutritionist, weight loss specialist, you don't need to diet 24-7. That is the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, you, you rounded it up nicely. It's like drop the time constraints, drop your ability to think that you have to diet all the time. Start to become a thinker and think a bit more about your doing. Understand that you've made this choice, right? It might not be your fault as to why you're in this situation, but it's your responsibility to take action on it. And remember that, that sometimes there doesn't need to be restriction. There's just going to need to be restraint because it's ultimately what it is that we've signed up for, right? You're going to have to restrain because there are going to be temptations and times when you're not motivated. That's normal, but don't forget the small wins. Keep track of the small wins. Write them down. Remind yourself of how well you're doing and practice self-compassion. Be bloody nice to yourself. Too often we're so harsh on ourselves and we think we're a useless waste of space and that we're never going to achieve this because we're the biggest scum of the earth. You're not. You're doing all right. And you're still here and you're still keeping going. So keep at it. Yeah. Yeah, no, good uh, <laughs> good synopsis there. Well, I'm happy. I, I think we jumped a little bit around in that podcast, but there was yeah, like, like it was it was relevant information, everything we said. And I'd, we always like to hear f- feedback as well from um, anyone. So if you are listening to this and, you know, you resonated with this um, this topic or, you know, you had some home truths or you had some light bulb moments, let Ryan know in, in his Instagram, like how I didn't say mine because... <laughs> don't check it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah hit me up in instagram i'm always here whenever you mention me if it's about the podcast type in pod put podcast in massive capital letters and then let me know how you thought out any questions on it in regards to it and apart from that we'll see you in the next episode yeah i actually had um i got a i haven't had this for ages and ages and ages but i had a email the other day saying that we well, I, I don't know, it was like 46th in Europe or something. It's like the nutrition podcast. Something like that. It, was quite, oh. it was quite cool. I remember yeah, it, does, it does go up and down in waves. Mate, the more consistent we are, we had that time off and we dropped. But as soon as we've been back consistent on it, you guys have been listening out there and you've been doing me proud. Yeah, we at one point we were, uh, we, was it fourth, third or fourth in the nutrition podcast yeah. in the UK? Yeah. We'll get back there. We've had, we've had... Uh, we've had 26,000 downloads of our podcast. Love that. It's quite cool. Interesting. Right, anyway. See you next week, team. Right, take care, team. See you in a bit. Peace.